This is a TSN 1040 hot audio clip brought to you by Universal Supply, Vancouver's largest plumbing wholesaler, where you don't have to be a plumber or a contractor to save big on all the big name brands. <laughs> well, you ended up getting... Sorry, I was going to say you ended up getting Rasmus Anderson out of that old deal. So uh, uh, not not bad, considering that uh, he looks like he's going to be the kind of D-man that's going to be with the Flames for the next uh, uh, many years now. Well, Sven Berchi, uh well, is back in Utica for the Canucks. So, uh, But we're not here to talk about Sven Berchi. We're here to talk about the uh, uh, Bill Peters situation. Of course, Kristen uh, from the Calgary uh, Sun in uh, Calgary uh, covers the Flames extensively. Been reading some of your work uh, on the, in the uh, Calgary Sun this week. Uh, um, just put this week into perspective for you as a journalist. Uh, Might have been or must be one of the biggest weeks that you've, you know, you've ever had. Yeah, it's certainly been a, a really whirlwind week, and I can only imagine what's happening um, internally with the Calgary Flames, just in terms of what they've had to deal with and the processes that they've had to take, and all of the information that has had to been relayed to the public, but also internally to their stakeholders, to owners and and everything it's yeah it, this whole month has been just a ridiculous amount of um drama and uh lots of things have happened this month for the calgary flames they've struggled on ice and then of course if if anybody remembers the tj brody super scary incident um he collapsed at practice and has went through convulsions his body went through some convulsions and was rushed away way to the hospital so he's back and then of course uh, the Flames had a closed-door meeting in St. Louis after they were blown out. And then this week has just been a pretty, a really sad week, really, like in a lot of ways, um, just with the state of hockey and, and just kind of shining a light on some issues that, you know, maybe we didn't really think about before, um, especially, uh, obviously, was what, what, what has happened with Bill Peters this week. Um, yeah, it's been a pretty whirlwind week. It was yesterday, Bill Peters um, submitted his resignation letter to the Calgary Flames and they accepted it, and that sort of put an end to what has been a long saga of internal investigations and um, just uncovering some you know, details. Brad Trillivings had to be had to be in communication with a number of different um, members in, uh, of the Rockford Ice Hogs organization and Chicago Blackhawks organization and Carolina Hurricanes. So it's yeah, it's, uh, I'm sure everybody's looking forward to tomorrow being the start of a new month, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Kristen, was there any friction in the dressing room between the players and the coach before all this stuff happened? Yeah, I've gotten that question a lot, actually, and it's so hard to answer because we in the media don't see everything, and we only see one side of um, the players and the coaching staff, and obviously we deal with them every day, and, and then we're in the dressing room, and you, you know you have to be a little bit observant to those types of issues, but I, I never really saw... Um, any conflict or any tension between Bill Peters and players. Like, there was times when, like, he's a very intense guy. He's a very, very intense coach, a very intense person. He's, he's so analytical when it comes to the game. Um, so sometimes, like, communication isn't necessarily his strongest suit. And um, obviously that was the case, I, you know, I think with, with this whole, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's just been pretty... 
it's hard to it's hard to gauge. It's hard to get a sense of if there was a lot of friction if he didn't get along with players. But certainly there were some tense times. I would say dealing with him with, as a member of the media, and I'm sure there was some tense times between one on one conversations that we had with players. But I mean, he's a he's a guy that's hard on his players, and and we saw that. And um, obviously the physical abuse allegations. Uh, there's no place in the game for that. And then the racial slurs that he um, said when he was dealing with Hakeem Alou, um, referring to his choice of music when they the two were in the Rockford ITOGS organization. Obviously, there's no place for that in the game either. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't say there was... And then Brad Schulving obviously did an investigation as well in terms of asking his players if there had been any um, situations that they felt uncomfortable with Bill Peters and there hadn't been. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty sad situation, I've got to say. We're speaking to Kristen Anderson from the Calgary Sun. Hey, Kristen, I, I wanted to ask you a question about how the players have reacted to this. I mean, it's it's a really difficult situation. I know that Oliver Shillington, for example, has, has had to field some very uncomfortable questions, and I don't begrudge the reporters for asking it in the slightest, but... I mean, how has the room kind of taken this news? I mean, they, they've had to serve under him for, for quite some time now, and that's a really, really difficult situation for them to be in. How hard has it been for the players to just focus and go about their business with all this going on yeah, in the you, background? Oh, yeah, you raise a, total, a really good point. Like, I, I can't imagine what it's like for some of the younger players that really haven't gone through a lot of adversity in their lives or in their careers and um and this is a pretty tough one like this is a really um it transcends hockey it's obviously been such a big hockey story this week uh, the whole world sort of watching what what the message was going to be from the calgary flames and so for the players i think it's been i think it's been tough emotionally it's been difficult this month has been a really a real roller coaster um this week has been an incredibly hard ride um i think the good thing is is the guy that they have in place right now in the interim head coach jeff ward is a perfect person for this job right now in terms of maintaining a sense of calmness over the waters he's taken over teams in similar type situations not obviously this 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 serious of a situation but he's taken over teams where there's been turmoil on um, off the ice uh he took over the ahl the AHL uh, Hamilton Bulldogs in 2002-2003 when Michelle Therrien was fired in in Montreal and then Claude Julien was hired. So he took that team to the Calder Cup finals that year and was named the AHL head coach. So um, he's He's a good communicator. He's he's really uh, um, perceptive when it comes to players' emotions, and and he takes the time to get to know them and talk to eat all of the players. And he's just a he's he's seen. I mean, from what we've dealt with him from our you know everyday dealings, he's he's a super nice guy. He used to be a school teacher, so he has that basis of communicating with young people um, and just people in general. He's a really experienced coach. He was with the New Jersey Devils organization and he won a cup in Boston and then he won a championship um, in Germany as well too so he's had a wealth of experience but you're so right like that is such a 
is such an important part of this whole equation is dealing with the players and how that how they're responding to to all of this. And and I think the biggest thing for Jeff Ward right now, and he said it yesterday, is just keeping some normal normalcy, like just ma- maintaining the ship and keeping everything calm. And and we kind of saw that yesterday. Actually, they played music during practice. And I thought that was the actually it was so it was so fun. It looked like it was gonna it was gonna be a blast. Um, so that was it. Rasmus Anderson's iPod they put on and played a couple different songs. So I've never heard them play music at practice before. So just really, I think it's a, I think there's some, we're going to see a positive story come out of this at the end of the day. And was Rasmus Anderson playing a lot of ABBA or can you confirm what sort of Swedish music he was playing for the team there? I, I know we thought that or like a Vici or some type of Swedish like house type music. No, he had like Queen. He had um, Elton John. There was uh, Run DMC. So he had a, quite an eclectic mix. I guess he's like the resident DJ in the Flames dressing room, depending if they win or lose. So it's uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but obviously, I mean, I'm making light of this right now, but it's such a it's been such a serious week. And um, this is a discussion I think that we're we're going to be having in hockey for you know this is kind of a reckoning i think that's what a lot of people are calling it but internally i think that there has to be some lightness when it comes to dealing with the players currently right now that's that's a really good point and i think you know we've talked about the players we've talked about the coaches but i think this kind of thrust uh flames general manager brad tree living into the spotlight and i think that he communicated where he was at uh thoroughly at the very least but i'm i'm too removed from the situation Situation to really be able to provide a, a grade or even, you know, just give my opinion on what he was saying and what information he was relaying and the process itself. How do you come out of this feeling about Bradtree living, uh, his performance and what must have been the most difficult moment of his career? And we're actually running a little bit against it. So sorry for giving you such a big question with very little time. <laughs> oh, yeah, no worries. I'll uh, sum it up quite nicely. There's Thank no you. playbook for something like this. There's no playbook for something like this. And Brad Tree living um, handled it the best he could. I think that there's some criticism that he, it took him so long to come out with a decision and an answer. Uh, there's some criticism. Obviously, the, the, there was no direct maybe apology to Akeem Alou or the uh, player that, that uh, was affected in Carolina. But that, I think there's some legal ramifications there and they had to sort of stay away from stuff like that. And also, keep in mind, this happened when not when Bill Peters was a member or a, a, an employee of the Calgary Flames. So it's, it, it's, it was a different organization. There are two different organizations. These incidents occurred. He did it the best he could is the, is the short answer. I think that he looks professional. He came across is it's sincere and he was incredibly emotional yesterday and you could see that yeah i thought uh i thought he handled it quite well i know there's a lot of uh, legality stuff uh, that he had to deal with too so before they could even do anything and of course uh with peter's resigning i'm sure that had a lot to do with it as well uh Kristen, thanks for joining us that was great uh we'll talk to you again soon Thanks for having me on, guys. Have a great afternoon. You too. Kristen Anderson, uh, Calgary Sun, Calgary Herald. She also works for uh, uh, the NHL and for the Flames as the uh, beat reporter around the Flames. Uh, I wanted to ask her what sort of level of panic there was in Calgary right now. Not just because of, like, you know, what's happened with the head coach, but the fact that here, you know, here's a team that, what, they were the best in the West last year, and now they are, well, right there with the Canucks in terms of uh, outside looking in on a playoff spot. But maybe we'll talk about that in the roundtable when one. 
Bryant Arndt joins us uh, in the second hour. However, coming up, everybody's favorite, J.D. going to give his manifesto. And I would ask what you got for us this week, but I want to save it. It's a little tease here. It's Rinkwide, TSN 1040. Keep it locked.